Welcome to Inside ASU, a podcast to prepare new and soon-to-be Sun Devils for life at Arizona State University. So hi there, I'm Ben. And I'm Molly, and welcome to Inside ASU. So we're going to be continuing our Choosing What to Study series, and we're going to be talking about communication and languages at ASU. Yes! Uh, communication is one of my degrees, and joining us today is Nikki Hinshaw, who's studying communication and political science in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. Say hi to the people out at home, Nikki. Hi, everyone. Cool. So how long have you been at ASU? Uh, I am a junior, so I've been here for three years now. Cool. Amazing. And how did you come to choose communication and political science? Yeah, so I was really involved in journalism in high school, and I kind of thought that was going to be my path going forward. But I eventually realized that I wasn't so much fascinated with um, the storytelling aspect of it, but really how people interact with each other um, and interact with their communities, um, and more of just, just how people are communicating with each other rather than just through mediums such as print or photos. So that's how I kind of fell into communication. And it was a little bit of a, a life crisis moment because I go, I we went, all had them. right. <laughs> so I went from a very clear path of, oh, if I study journalism, I'm going to be a journalist to communication, which is a very broad, broad area of study, but it's been great so far and, and found a lot of cool things to pull out of it. Do you think the school has kind of given you the appropriate outlet to explore the things you wanted to explore? Definitely. I've been really lucky in the college to be able to explore the communication side of things and bring that in with my double major as well. And I found communication to be a really good way to not only study theory and more the academic side of something, but also it pulls in a lot of actual life experience. Um, I think so. Being able to apply my major to my everyday life, my relationships with people has been something that's really... um, So you talk to people every once in a while? I do. I do (laughs) enjoy talking to people every once in a while. Yes. We were talking before we started recording about some of the different concentration areas you can Mm -hmm. have within communication, which I think is a real strength of our program. There's Mm -hmm. health communication, interpersonal and relational focused classes. There's organizational, which is more workplace-related, performance studies, Mm -hmm. rhetoric. And so I think we do see a lot of interdisciplinary work going on in the research, in the theory. Mm -hmm. And I, I have to agree. I love the fact that personal experience becomes such an integral part of the theory and part of of the coursework and you you treat experience as as a means of of knowing and information and communication and i think also political science that is really unique to i think a course of study it's yes. not quite the same in other areas so i guess i'll direct this question at both of you guys since you both <laughs> study communication uh we'll start with you <laughs> okay, so. what's the most well what's the best part about the communication major I think definitely, like, like we've been talking, how kind of diverse and versatile it is, because you can come in and, and be a communication major and really go into any type of field, and it's applicable, and the skills you're learning through that degree help you advance in any area that you're trying to go into. So for me, particularly going into political science, it's been really helpful to kind of have that background when I look at things like diplomacy and negotiation and things on um, a more political side of it, but... The fact that it's just so diverse um, really has a lot of benefits to a lot of areas of life, whether you're going into 
internships in for-profit organizations or working abroad and learning, pulling from intercultural experiences. So the best part is just getting that really um, versatile look into your degree and, and the world around you. Try to top that, Molly. <laughs> um, I think I'll I'll spin it. Okay. Because uh, I don't think I can top it, so I'll spin it. Um, I think that versatility also lets you see the things you're automatically drawn towards. Like, I know, partially because of my theater background, and just, I think, in general, I'm drawn to performance studies and rhetoric. And the great thing about our program is that you do try your hand at the more quantitative or at the more workplace-oriented. And so that can be part of the challenge of the program as well. You identify your strengths, but you also find the things that you're not necessarily drawn towards as naturally. And those those projects and those assignments take a little bit more work. It takes, you know, maybe a couple more visits to office hours and talking it through. But once you understand that theory, like I think once I better understood quantitative data um, as a research method for calm it sort of opened up a new doorway of looking at the things you already understand so I think that's a little bit of the challenge yeah that kind of bleeds into the next question so like what is what are the challenges with this major yeah I definitely agree in in terms of there's specific areas that you're really comfortable with in common and then others that you're maybe not as comfortable with. And I think overall that kind of plays into this larger challenge of just looking at things in different ways. Um, that's something that the Com degree has really done for me and has been one of the hardest parts is a lot of people assume communication is very obvious and simple. You're like, they're like, how are you studying communication? We just talk. Like, that's just <laughs> yeah. how it goes. But yeah. it's a lot more intricate than that. And so being able to kind of reframe your mind and, oh, this conversation I'm having with my family member is not as simple as just us exchanging ideas. There's a lot of nonverbal elements that go into it. There's a lot of cultural backgrounds that influence how we communicate with the people around us. And um, so just trying to reframe that idea and, and think broader about the kind of field of communication. How do, oh. I know you <laughs> how do you think that perspective switching in communication has impacted the work you do over in the school of politics and global studies? Oh, definitely on a very large scale. Um, I, in School of Politics and Global Studies, I'm focused a lot of inter- on international studies. That's kind of what I want to work in. Um, and so having the communication background, especially a lot of coursework in, in uh, intercultural comm, has really helped me get a better understanding of our political and diplomatic relationships with different countries around the world and how that really starts on a person-to-person basis with this interpersonal communication. And so I've been able to work abroad, work in international settings, and also work with international students here at ASU and pull from my experiences and my knowledge of the ways people prefer to communicate in different cultures and be able to use that to better my work with people in from different places and, and cultures and backgrounds and use it to see where we are facing challenges in our current political system when we're not exactly using the positive intercultural communication practices that really help it to advance our relationships and maintain strong relationships around the globe. So, yeah. Wow. Very cool. So <laughs> this is like just a myself being curious question. <laughs> so in, just in our day-to-day conversations or things you have or if you're observing someone conversation 
conversing? Are you like hyper aware, kind of analyzing the different methods and tactics that are going on? Yeah, I don't know. I think I try to avoid that as much as possible because you can keep your work at work. Right, right. Keep your work at work. Exactly. I think maybe if I have a particularly interesting lecture or something that I came from that day, and then I'm a little more hyper aware, and I'm like, oh, well, we just talked about this a couple hours ago, and now I'm having this conversation, and I'm seeing this like in real real time but um i think mainly i'm just kind of going with the flow having conversations but then when i do have <laughs> things like conflict and more arguments i definitely tend to overanalyze things and people can get annoyed by that they're definitely like Stop. are you good at arguing i think i am i would consider myself pretty good at arguing um so yeah so you probably know exactly where they're going before they right go. i can be like okay well let's think about why you're reacting in this way <laughs> you know so yeah. and that can be annoying for some people but it's also it's helpful <laughs> right I it's really funny uh Taking communication classes has helped me realize when people aren't listening to me. Mm. <laughs> uh, and you just, like, very nicely, like, very subtly uh, sort of try and, like, draw them back in Ooh, yeah. uh, and, like, sometimes, like, gently call them out on it. And so I definitely know what you mean. Like, yes. you just pick up on the little things. The gently calling out is a good, yeah. good way to put it. Yeah. And you probably learned how to do that through your communication classes. What's Definitely. A, what's yeah. a gentle call out? Can you give me an example? Uh, I think if we could, I think what I usually would say is like, I think if we could refocus on this, if we could refocus <laughs> mm-hmm. is a good one. And sometimes it's like, sometimes you're, you're a little more firm. You're like, do you need me to? repeat that right. or like it's a lot of a question wanna, asking yeah. like oh do, do you, are you are you understanding what i'm saying that kind of thing just reaffirming that yes we are having a conversation and i can tell that you're probably not listening so let's pull it back in and it's inevitable exactly. in the podcast at some point you're gonna be like hey ben can we refocus <laughs> and then you'll you'll know i think we got lost in translation now you know where point. it comes from yeah <laughs> well and and i think too um not to go in on a tangent about listening, but uh, we also kind of sometimes know the causes for why someone's not listening. And sometimes it's not just disinterest, right? Sometimes it's something emotional. Sometimes it's that weird construction across the street that is just totally like drawing someone's attention away from the conversation you're having. So it kind of goes both ways. It gives you that power to call it out and also the understanding to be like, well, maybe this isn't a conversation for right now, or maybe we could reschedule something. So, so uh, what would you, what do you wish you knew about the program before you started? Uh, I think I, I wish I knew how impactful and important it would be in pretty much every aspect of my life. Uh, I'm going in as a comm major. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, like I, I like talking to people. I, I generally enjoy these types of conversations, interacting with different people, but I wish I knew really how much I could get out of it so that I could have maybe pulled more from that um, in my earlier classes and really understood the impact of what I was learning. I don't really get to see as much of that until later in my undergraduate coursework when I started doing internships and I started working with international students at ASU and things like that and being like, wow, this is all stuff that I've been learning for the past few years and haven't really been able to put into practice. So I think just going into it, knowing there are so many ways to build upon your academic experiences and really gain a lot more from it than what you may think. Cool. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) So 
I'm trying to think of what I might have, but do you have any advice for students considering either communication or political science? Yeah, so I think a really big one for me is to not be afraid of the stigmas and the stereotypes associated with this degree. That has been something that's kind of underlying. As a social science major, you get, unfortunately, people will come to you, whether that's professors or parents or friends or people around you, be like, ah, you're a comm major. You know, there's a lot of stigma attached with that, that it's not a hard degree and that you're just kind of being a cop out because you don't really know what you want to do. And I think that that scares a lot of people away because they just don't want to be associated with that type of that type of stereotype and it's been such an important and impactful degree choice for me and it's really set the course of my life and what I want to do and so I'd really encourage people if this is what you're interested in and this is what you think that you might want to work in in the future and are just intrigued by the field to go for it and not be afraid of the comments that you'll receive or or the articles you'll read online (laughs) um so yeah just go for it because it's a great program can i ask what kind because i'm sure lots of people are curious what kind of jobs would this degree kind of lend itself to oh yes so many i know a lot um of people in com We have a lot of business-focused communication majors, so we have people going into marketing roles, going into HR roles. Communication is a skill that's going to be important in that Mm -hmm. type of field as well. I've learned and and shown through my degrees of combining communication with another interest of yours is also really helpful in kind of just putting you on this new level. And you can go into things like government and politics, and communication is a skill that's going to be extremely helpful for those types of careers as well. So there's really such a wide range. Social media and marketing has been a a really big part of comm majors' lives. I know a lot of the time there's, at every single organization, there's a communications internship. There's a communications (laughs) role. And so the things that you're learning in this degree can be applied basically anywhere. No, I agree. My mom has a running bit about, you know, everyone needs a communication person. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's true, especially with social media, because the more we sort of create output, the more we need people to analyze it. And I think that's where a lot of communication opportunities are opening up. Plus, it's a really, really incredible research field Mm -hmm. that is churning out so much information and so many intersections with gender and women's studies, uh, with political science, with psychology, sociology, anthropology. Everyone communicates somehow, some way. So it's... Humanities are more exciting than people think. (laughs) Anything else anyone would like to add? No. Okay. If you want to learn more about communication and languages at ASU, go to asu.edu slash degrees. Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside ASU. We'll see you on campus soon.